You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. That annoys the nerd in me a little bit less. Well, I think we kind of got our shit together here. Good. And that's how we're going to start uh, Geekiest Show ever this week. So it's still the three of us yet. Uh, we're all here. And, and I, I realize that I, I made a major faux pas. Obviously, I can't fill Kevin's shoes um, as host, but I'm still trying here. Because last week, I realized we forgot to do the weather. Now, I know this saddens Kevin greatly and, and makes Mark uh, infinitely happy. So let's make Mark unhappy. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll do a brief rundown <laughs> of our, our weather. And uh, right now, we're... For November, this has been oddly uh, uh, interesting weather. Um, it's been 56 degrees. Uh, we were in Sioux Falls uh, this uh, on Thanksgiving Day to uh, have Thanksgiving with my uh, mother-in-law down there. And the weather was nice. I put a few photos on Twitter on, on, and on Facebook about we were at this motel. They have this nice little outdoor uh, courtyard with a uh, uh, little gas-powered fireplace and so we were just sitting there enjoying that in the afternoon and doing things and so that was our uh, our thanksgiving so like i say right now it's um um uh, the weather's not bad it's 56 degrees in november i certainly won't complain about this um and if my 10-day forecast would kindly come up here um i okay the rest of this week isn't bad for november going into december uh tomorrow says actually 60 degrees awesome uh mid 40s i can i can certainly live with temperatures like that and i don't see any of that nasty white stuff that makes kevin so happy so we're, we're good there now lisa how's the weather up there in the northeastern part of the united states it's been freaking cold today <laughs> just the opposite of melissa um, we were up in the, I don't know what time it was, middle of the night. I didn't open up my eyes to look at the clock, but the wind was whipping. You know, you could hear things hitting the house, and it was, um, the leaves and the branches. So it was pretty windy. Uh, right now, the wind is at 14 miles an hour. We're recording at roughly 4 o'clock Eastern time. Um, it's really cloudy, and uh, the lights are on outside. The blinds are down because it's dark already. It really stinks. Uh, but the rest of the week looks sunny for the most part and mid to high 40s, which, like you said, for this time of year, we'll take it. Oh. And Friday, which is December 1st, is supposed to be 45 degrees and rain. December, rain, we'll take it. Yeah, better than the, the white fluffy stuff. So, uh, And um, Melissa, do we even need to ask you how the weather is down there? You guys, guess what? We what? actually made it below 90 degrees. It's 89 degrees today. <laughs> it actually has been cold at night. It's actually been cold enough at night that my husband and I could actually sleep next to each other. Cold as in 75? And, yeah, well, like 70. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's cold that's here. Pretty cold, yep. I think once you get acclimated to the heat, yeah. when it does get to be 70, it does feel really freaking cold. And it's like, honey, move over. <laughs> For once, we don't stick to each other. Uh, TMI, I know, but that's what yeah, we're here. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, TMI. But you know, whatever you know, floats your boat or you know, uh, sweats your bed or whatever. Um, uh. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably just wrong. But uh, so uh, okay, well, and then now uh, we've got this. Uh, Elise has been teasing us with this Thanksgiving story, which uh, I, I guess will embarrass her. So this is just what icing on the cake or something like that. Sure, Elise, yeah. it's a dish. 
<laughs> so, okay, so you've teased us long enough. What is the story? Well, it's not that, that big of a deal. deal. But, okay. All right. okay, so Mike, you probably remember this. Melissa, maybe not. But do you remember growing up when you had the turkey in the oven? It would be in one of those, like, um, uh, what do you even know what you call them? Like that oval roaster that okay. had a mm-hmm. lid on it? Yep. Yeah. Well, that's what we always use. And this year I said to my husband, because he washes the dishes at the end of the meal, I said, instead of buying that, because that thing is just a pain in the neck to clean, I said, I'm just going to buy a disposable metal, you know, tin one at the grocery store. And he's like, yeah, and that way he wouldn't have to wash it. He could just throw it in the garbage. So I bought one that I spent a little bit extra. It was like, you know, the whole thing was like $2 or something, so big deal, that had like a little um, support underneath it that came up the side. So you had two handles, one on each side of the roaster. So I said, okay, this is good. So my son came up to uh, um, Wednesday, and everyone who knows me, and probably half the internet knows, I'm the world's worst cook. And, and I own it. I'm good with that. And normally, he would be doing the cooking. However, he was doing a 3K run. He did a turkey trot. One of our, you know, there's like all over the country. So he ran and did the turkey trot, So which means I had to put the turkey in the oven. Fine. So we had a 20 and a half pound turkey. So I get it cleaned up in the morning and I make the stuffing and blah, blah, blah. And I stick it in this pan. I'm like, whoa, this thing is heavy. And I put it in the oven and I can almost see the oven racks kind of bending because it really wasn't a good idea to use this metal or this, you know, this disposable container, you know, for the, for the turkey. And I put some water in the bottom so that, you know, you can make gravy with it. So... My son comes home and he looks and he's basting it and doing everything. So family comes over. We're checking to see if the turkey is done. And we didn't want to put the thermometer into the turkey while it was in the oven because it doesn't give you an accurate reading. So we're trying to take the turkey out. So Shane opens the door. So the door is totally flat and open. And he go. I said, you got to pick it up by the handles. He picks it up and all the water <laughs> comes to the top because Uh-oh. the metal is bending, pushing oh, no. the water up. I'm like, stop, stop. So I'm like grabbing a measuring cup and a, and a little bit of a ladle. I'm trying to get the water out, you know, <laughs> and throwing it in the sink so that – so I, I must have taken two cups of water out because the juices from the turkey was adding to all the liquid that was in the bottom. Because mm. he's like, why did you put so much water? I was like, I didn't put that much in. I said, believe me, I'm a set it and forget it kind of person. I walk away. I never even checked it. (laughs) So he finally pulls it out. And as he does, half the liquid goes flying. Oh, no. All over the bottom of the stove, all over the stove door, all over my pants, all over my (laughs) Ugg slippers, all over my father. I'm talking all over the floor, the cabinets. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? There's so many things I could say. I don't really try to be a good and, girl. And, and keep in mind, this is not water. This is grease. Yeah, this is greasy, juice. fatty water. Oh, hey. my God. What oh, What a mess. What a mess. Oh, my God. How long did it take you to clean that up? And then oh, you, my God. By that oh time, you God. probably weren't hungry. It was, it was ridiculous because I'm taking paper towels and I had to take my shoes off because I was like slipping all over and I'm like holding on to my 
you know, elderly father. I'm like, okay, don't, mm-hmm. don't, you got to hold the, don't walk in the kitchen. We had to take some degreaser and spray it on the floor with the paper towels. After everybody left, I said to my husband, you got to take the bottom drawer out, <laughs> take everything out because it slipped right down in there. Mm-hmm. Had to wash all the pots and pans that were in there and then take the whole drawer out and clean the floor that was underneath. He made such a mess. And then we had to like, uh, you know, clean the oven. Well, because of the grease, we cleaned the oven overnight. It stunk up the house. Oh my god! Nobody could sleep. <laughs> the it's goo, so the goo has struck and again. I was so close to running downstairs and opening the kitchen window just to get the smell out, mm. because it it smells when you clean an oven. Yeah. Now and usually I do that when I'm out, but I wanted to do it now. I did because I know me. If I don't do it now, I'll forget. <laughs> so I said, let me do this now. It, oh. You need some poopery for your kitchen now. Yeah, really. Oh, I mean, it's all cleaned up now, and oh my, my, well. my je- I washed my jeans, and <laughs> there's still little stains on them, and my my poor UGG slippers are discolored, but oh. like um, whatever. Nothing like ugly. a little Monday morning quarterbacking here, but couldn't you put a cookie sheet under it to help kind of support it? Yeah, because it was too big. Oh, oh. I mean, like a. I'm I don't my have. Hands. Okay. Yeah, I don't have a cookie sheet that big. Oh. What we're going to do next year is go back to the roaster. What did we learn turkey. about this? Actually, I probably get a smaller turkey because we still have we're still eating leftovers. When my husband gets home from work in a little while, that's dinner. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we've been doing more turkey. Thing. So I'm just going to get a smaller turkey, but ugh. Okay. When you started talk, talking about the story, I thought I'm picturing things like, oh my god, she used the bag, and the bag like gets baked onto the turkey and it smelled that's something i would do <laughs> that's something that i would do which is why my husband is is the turkey man so oh see i don't i try not to cook because oh. i am the worst cook and i i and i own it i, am I, too. it. I don't i don't have a problem with it you send me to the store and you say i'm going to make this for dinner i need this 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 and this happy to go to the so store is, and buy your, is your husband the, the cook in your family too then no because he works so much oh Oh, so you you feed him. You just don't apply heat to things. I feed him, but a lot of time it's, hello, pizza? (laughs) (laughs) See, my husband really enjoys it. Like, that's his, he's like joy of cooking, man. Our kitchen is his man cave. So sometimes I'll go out and do the grocery shopping, you know, every once in a while and think, oh, I'll be nice. And I'll, I'll go, you know, use our grocery gadget, which I love. And I'll go out there and I'll be like trying to get stuff. I'm like. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know which kind of this, you know, X, Y, Z he wants. And then by the time I leave, I'm like, why the hell did I do this? Let's just let's let him do it. See, my husband's big thing with me is I refuse, refuse to use salt. Hmm. I don't like salt. I will not use it. And he loves watching on Tuesday nights Chopped on the cooking network, the food uh, network. Uh-huh. So he'll, I'll be upstairs like laying in bed reading a book or something. And he'll come up and I'll go, Salt. <laughs> they criticized the, the contestant because they didn't use salt. Like, uh, don't care. I won't use salt. You could, but you when my watching my mother-in-law eat, she dumped salt on everything because her doctor told her she was like iodine deficient or mm-hmm. something like that. So now no. she dumped salt on everything, and it's hard yeah. to watch. So the first thing people said to me when my middle son moved out of state when he got a job and, and moved away, they said, "Who's going to cook for you?" Because he did all the cooking. Because when he was younger, he wanted to be a chef. Uh-huh. And then he changed to uh, teaching, but he still likes to cook. I mean, he's not a gourmet, but he's, you know, he like, still likes to cook. So when he comes up, I'm like, okay, what are you making me? Uh-huh. So he, does, he does. Then he'll, he'll do something like, well, I'm going out with my friends tonight. I'm like, what am I supposed to eat? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I'll me. make you dinner before I go. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, 
Oh my gosh, we're two peas in a pod like that. I rely on the the men in this household to feed me. Otherwise, it's like you know mac and cheese or tuna fish or yeah, cereal. Exactly. If I still ate cereal, I mean, I'd be happy with that. I'm just I'm a very simple girl when it comes to food. Well, but and- we have something like that too. My my son who's 11, he's he's learned the art of making the perfect scrambled eggs. So. That's his thing now. He puts on his little apron, and he's just really into <laughs> making scrambled eggs. It's so cute. Yeah. Gotta raise him right. Well, yeah. And this year for Thanksgiving, we had pizza because we were out of town and trying to find a restaurant that's open because we didn't have anywhere to really cook anything. So we had pizza for Thanksgiving. But the last few years, what we've done is we've deep fat fried the turkey. We've got a deep fat fryer for the turkey that we bust out once a year, and we put it in there. And that's actually pretty good. And once you know what you're doing, that's uh, – uh, and then we'll actually do the cooking. I'll lower the stuff in and out of there because it's kind of heavy and a little awkward. Uh, and we've had a grease spill or two with that, not to the epic extent that the, you know Lisa has, but I've gotten some on my clothes a little bit because it splattered or I you know hugged it too close to my chest and got stuff on there. So that's not without incident, but that we actually like that because that actually makes uh, the turkey's good and it's uh, golden and crispy and it's still tender on the inside yet. And uh, we really like doing it that way. So that's kind of. Been in our tradition and my son works at a place where they give him a turkey every year for christmas so we've never had i don't know that we've maybe there's a few times we bought a turkey because previously my mother-in-law used to work at city hall in watertown and the guy who was mayor for quite a while there owned the turkey plant so everybody got a turkey for christmas and it wasn't like a turkey it was like a turkey like you could mm. feed a freaking army with and there was only about mm, seven of us at the time or eight something like that there it wasn't a huge number so um you eating turkey for quite a while after that huh? yeah and that's kind of why sandwich turkey soup turkey gumbo <laughs> deb tried uh, turkey tetrazzini and we were not impressed with that at all so yeah. she's just i don't even like turkey yeah well it's... i don't like it after the second day or two so yeah. what i do is i i pile the mashed potatoes and the, the green beans and the gravy and stuff on top of it to kind of mask that microwave taste that i can't stand well, yeah, and I don't – once a year is fine. Uh, and during the year, I don't mind, like, you know, cold meat turkey for, you know, or for sandwiches or something like that. That's fine. But, you know, to sit down and slice off a, you know, wedge of uh, turkey breast or something, yeah, you know, once a year, that's fine. But, you know, let's not do that too often. But um, Well, since you guys are on Apple devices, I can send you an invite to our little uh, photo – what do you call it? A shared photo – library or their photo not library the shared photo cloud album yeah and i got a really cute slow motion video of my boys breaking the wishbone do you guys do that (sighs) no we couldn't find the wishbone oh really okay that's something that i always enjoyed as a kid so we always save that so i got a cute little slow motion video of them you can see keegan cheat (laughs) okay well and you know you uh and I, you know, uh, Elisa, your cooking, you know, is epic. I thought you were going to say that you forgot to take the giblet bag out or, or something. Like I that. did that one year. <laughs> all right, I and did do that one year because one year. I swear, I swear to God, Mike. The first thing Shane said to me when he came home from his run is first he said, "What time will the turkey be ready?" And did you take the giblets out? <laughs> I said yes. I remembered this year. So. Uh, okay, in that order. Well, and. In keeping with uh, Thanksgiving Day traditions, you know, or this is actually after Thanksgiving Day, uh, is uh, Black Friday sales. Now, uh, I think we all did, I think all three of us did some to some extent. Um, how about uh, we start with you, Elisa? What did, did you get any purchases for um, 
black any Black Friday specials? The only thing I bought is, and this is really for my my soon to be granddaughter. My son's getting married, and he's going to have two stepchildren. So I converted my granddaughter to a Red Sox fan. So, because she was sitting with me one night, she was sleeping over and the Red Sox were on and she wrote down, she was all excited and she wrote down all the names of the players and I had on my Mookie Betts shirt. She still comes when she comes over, she goes to the refrigerator just to make sure her chart is still up there. Oh, and which it is, it's on the side of the refrigerator. So I ordered her a uh, children's Red Sox Mookie Betts shirt for her birthday next week. So she will be thrilled. I said, you know, because she was slept over last night and I said, you know, when you come over, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I said, when you come over, you know, we can, we'll watch the Red Sox. And we, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, I'll have my Mookie Betcher. And she, obviously she doesn't know she has hers. I said, we'll dance and we'll sing for Mookie. And she was all excited. So I bought her that. That's coming this week. And then Amazon had a deal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last because it didn't have an ex, a definite end date on it. But if you bought, certain vinyl albums and of course it didn't say which ones it was just a matter of putting it in your shopping cart and finding out but if you bought a vi- two vinyl albums the second one was 50 percent off so for the first time in 30 years i bought two vinyl albums the last nice. album i bought was 1987 stormfront by billy joel oh okay i bought cheap tricks new album we're all all right and i bought i can't believe i didn't have this on album already but i do have it on cassette is Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker Hard Promises. So oh, I'm very, very, very excited about that. So they are coming tomorrow. Okay, so, so that kind of makes up for torturing Mark uh, with the weather. He's, I'm sure he's excited. Anybody that gets vinyl just excites him. So Yes, I thought of Mark. I thought of Mark <laughs> when I bought it. Okay. Um, I made a few purchases. Some of them were gaming, not necessarily linked to Black Friday. But uh, let's see. I got uh, – I can show it to uh, – the guys who are watching video, if I can get aimed in the right direction, where am I at? No, I'm over here. Uh, I got a gaming chair. Um, not the one oh. that I was talking about last week. This is like, you know, you've seen the kind that... vibrate and three speeds and who needs a man? No, no, it doesn't do anything like that. It's like the ones that sit on the floor, except this has a pedestal on it. Oh, okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, and so, and then it also has sound built into it. So I've got a cord running from the computer down to the chair. So it's got speakers in it. And that was actually rather, once you start playing a game, it sounds pretty good. And, you know, it sounds like it's coming from different directions. So um, I didn't think that was too bad. And then you can also, it's also got Bluetooth. If I wanted to uh, attach a, uh, a, a Bluetooth device to it, like say maybe my, uh, I don't know if I could connect my uh, Nintendo Switch to it, but my NVIDIA Shield has Bluetooth. I'm sure I could connect that to it. So if I wanted the game on uh, that I, the sound could come through here too. Besides the corded stuff, the only thing it's a little, a little wonky about. In order to get the Bluetooth to work, you have to pull the plug on the uh, audio cable. That's a little weird, but it's not too bad. It does uh, recline a little bit, and it's got some good sturdy arms there. So if you seriously get into gaming, hopefully you know I shouldn't break them off or anything. But it wasn't a it wasn't a bad uh, chair. And then I also bought for the uh, Switch. I bought uh, Farming Simulator 18, I think it is, or 2018. I forget which one it is. But basically, it simulates farming. So for me, that's just, you know, reform farmer. I can 
that'll be fun for me to sit down. I've kind of started <laughs> experimenting with it a little bit. I still need to sit down and explore a little bit more on that. And then the one, uh, I guess, true Black Friday special I got, we were in Walmart on uh, Friday later in the day after the madness had calmed down, and they had some Nintendo Switch games in, on there uh, for sale, and I bought Lego World, which is kind of Lego's uh, version of Minecraft, or their answer to Minecraft. And again, I've started playing a little bit. I haven't got it uh, uh, played it long enough to really kind of get into it. It looks interesting. Um, it... Um, it's a little more complicated because with Minecraft you just get blocks and you take the blocks and stack them and build things and you do more than that. But uh, in this one here, it's got like all you can have all the different shapes of Legos. Uh, you know, all the ones that's been embedded in your feet when you're walking across the uh, living room in the middle of the night and the kids didn't get them all picked up. So there's all those different shapes of Legos uh, in there that you can use, and it's a little bit more complex because you can have they, they got different tools that you can use. So you've got a landscaping tool. So if you want to raise up the landscape or lower it they've got a painting tool if you want to like paint uh something uh it's got a copy tool so if you see something there you can copy it and duplicate it so it's interesting i was just having a hard time the controls i kind of have a problem with nintendo's controls in general uh on the controller because the one the right one is your camera for moving your view around uh and that is kind of hard for me to wrap my head around because most of them is like you can one of them will rotate you and look up and down the other one will move you and so I'm having a little um, like I say a little hard time getting my head wrapped around a different control scheme like that like but, muscle memory training yeah something to that effect and then oh, and then one other I guess gaming um, uh, thing that I bought was I bought the pro controller for the uh, Nintendo Switch because the Joy-Cons are kind of driving me up a wall, especially when I'm trying to play Zelda. Uh, the combat, which I really kind of suck at hand-to-hand combat. I thought maybe uh, a different controller, and it does help a little bit, so I suck less at it now. <laughs> You're holding it wrong just a little less, huh? Yeah, something out of effect. Because one of the problems I had with the Joy-Cons was I would be trying to back up. Well, if you push down on the... the uh, joystick then you're crouching so i'm kind of crouching instead of running backwards and so i'm getting my tail kicked literally um <laughs> so this one uh, it's a little easier for me to manipulate and it's like a regular uh game pad as opposed to the joy cons which you know they're fine for certain things but um i don't know about for like a combat game or something like that they just they didn't really. Now, is it a Bluetooth connection or is it wired? Bluetooth. You can run a wire up there if the battery dies or something like that. But and I could have gotten some with the wire, but I just like the the wireless, so I can just sit back in my gaming chair here um, and just uh, sit back and relax and play without having wires running. And it's bad enough with the chair, like I got a wire running up here for the speakers and for the power. So I have a couple. And it's of- been how long since Deb seen you? Uh, oh, she saw me this weekend. She saw me uh, Thursday and Friday, so that's probably okay. enough. Um, We're in passing. Yes. This is the secret to a long-lasting marriage, right? A good yeah. gaming chair, some good quality speakers. Yeah, she's got her thing to do upstairs, yeah. So, I mean, we, you know, selectively together, that's the secret for marriage, mm-hmm. is selectively together at times and then just stay away from each other. Uh, but enough marital it advice. It works. It works. Uh, <clears throat> well, and, you know, enough marital advice. Now, um, 
Melissa, you had some things here, that, which I think is going to lead into a little bigger discussion. So what was your Black Friday purchase? Well, before you go on, Melissa, oh. since I know you're, you have a lot to say, just one thing I just wanted to add. I don't know if you guys saw this. I wish I'd seen this yesterday. Um, but I found out today that yesterday Amazon had a Wemo on sale for $20. A Wemo? The Wemo mini smart plug. Oh. Works with Alexa and Google. Oh, okay. I was going to say, do I know what that is? Am I supposed to know what that is? <laughs> Which I really have no that. use for, but I figured, you know, for $20, it might be worth it um, to put into our family room. Because, see, the thing is, we don't really have the proper switches and things to do home automation kind of stuff, which I'm not really totally interested in anyway, to be honest. Mm. But we do have a lamp, and I thought this might be kind of cool to put the lamp into so when we come home at night and it's totally dark, then I can just, you know, use the app to turn on the light. With your voice? Can you voice activate it? It works with Alexa. Uh -huh. Yes, it says control this product with your voice through select Alexa devices and Amazon certified. Do we just set off everybody's uh, Amazon device? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, so I'm wondering if maybe tomorrow it'll go back down to $20 mm -hmm. being Cyber Monday. I don't know. I just thought I've never used anything like that. Um, the w one time I tried home automation, it was an epic fail. It was with the um, the Wink system right. with outside lights. And, oh, what a nightmare that was. That was awful. And that ended up going back to the store. And I think the closest we're going to get to home automation is going to be solar uh, solar outdoor lights that light up, you know, when you with motion detection. <laughs> That's about as close as we're going to get for that. Yeah. Um, I've got, um, oh, um, they're not the, where is it the Wemos I got? Yeah, maybe it's the Wemos. I got a few of them, and I've got a um, D-Link. Oh, no, TPI-Link is the uh, plugins I got. And I think I got one Wemo. I just bought one because the, the price is right. And they work pretty good. That's what I use for my office down here because I'd have to walk all the way across here and try to find the the uh, switch on the lights here. So I just have – so I, I come in and tell the Amazon assistant to turn the lights on. Or You'd Google have to get out of your comfy chair. Yeah, well, that. or I don't have to walk across the dark <laughs> office to try and find it because I got so much <clears throat> stuff. Let's go with stuff, stuff in here. <laughs> it's so interesting to watch watch your wheels turn, Mike, because yeah. you're in so deep. Like, I can just see the inventory catalog spinning by. Oh, God, yes. Checking all of his devices. Wait, yeah. wait, what am I talking about? What's the model? The merchandise. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, the 1% of the gross domestic product that I have in my – I feel like I'm single-handedly sometime keeping the electronic industry going. But, uh, no, I, but it's nice to just be able to walk in here and turn it on. Or I've got a couple um, – Z-Wave uh, regular light switches that I replaced because I can do a certain amount of electrical wiring. So I replace them. So sometimes I forget to turn the backyard light off when I take the dog out there for her to do her business. Who just got? She's just back in the house after doing her business. Anyway, um, I forget to turn it off so I can tell it to turn off the patio light or that kind of stuff. And I also kind of want to set up so that when we go someplace, we can have lights coming on automatically. Not that this is a high crime area, but you just feel a little bit better if you have some random lights coming on or set them up on a schedule or something like that so that people don't know for sure if you're home or not. So that's kind of my rationale for doing this stuff. Feels like you're not alone. Right. Well, sometimes I wonder if I am alone. But anyway, <laughs> okay. So, what so when you when you guys do your shopping, when when you troll for sales, what what kind of tools do you use? For example, do you use your device and the, and the Amazon app? So let's let's use Amazon. We'll just pick on Amazon. Do you use the app to look at the sales? Do you use the 
the watching, you know, like they're upcoming and then you can tap watch this and that sort of thing. Email. Kinja deals. Yeah. yeah. Kinja deals. I follow them oh. on Twitter. Okay. I've found a lot of deals that way. Uh, the wire cutter. Uh, I, yeah, I don't really buy a lot because we just don't have like dis- disposable income. So mm-hmm. for me, this time of year is like a sporting event. And I'm also not really that big of a sports fan. But when it comes to shopping, it's not necessarily retail therapy, but it kind of feels like it because this is like the one time of year I, I save up all my pennies. And then this is when like this is my time. This is my jam. This is when mm-hmm. it's like a sporting event. It's like hunting. I feel like I'm hunting when I'm out there. So one example is um, on the Apple TV, there's an Amazon shopping app. So, Mike, if you if and when you ever get your Apple TV, you'll be delighted to see that you can put your wish lists and stuff up there as long as you make them public and then you can scroll through there. But the thing that I like to do, you know, I like to cuddle up in bed and play with the Amazon app and, you know, just keep updating it and looking at the the upcoming deals and the lightning deals. Those are fun. But this year uh, I Shout out to Kevin. Okay, so Kevin now has a new nickname, BFK. I'm going to call Kevin BFK now, which stands for Black Friday Kevin. Black BFK is struck again. So last year, he did this to me, too. Uh, I was looking for a monitor. You know, I'm always, like, in the market for something. Like I said, I save up my pennies, and I, I kind of wait. Okay, this is what I what I want. And last year, it was fun because he texted me, like, an old... It was funny. It was, like, new school meets old school. He took an actual newspaper clipping of a sale. I think it was Staples, I think it was, or one of those office places. And I'd said, you know, I was, I was looking at monitors, him and I had been texting back and forth. And so he, he cuts it out and he texts me a picture of it. And I was like, oh, cool, because that happened to be on the same sale on Office Max and I had a gift card. So I scored that deal. So so BFK struck last year. And this year, he helped me get the, remember, I think my pick last time was the iPad. There was a, a black... Uh, mm-hmm. It was right. a Black Friday sale, but it was a regular sale going on on B&H. Well, turns out Best Buy had an even better deal with tax included. I mean, it was like $5 less, but still $5 is $5. That's like, you know, a cable or, or you know, a case or something like that. So this year, BFK struck again and helped me score a 32 gigabyte uh, 2017 iPad. So I have that in my hot little hands now. And then the other thing that I scored that I'll talk about a little bit later is uh, Amazon and also eBay has um, iTunes gift cards, $100, but you only have to spend 85 So we'll talk about that later. But those those were my big scores this year for Black Friday. And I'm still not done yet because I'm still trolling for – I want to get a square trade plan when I get my new iPhone. The best I could see was like maybe 10% off. I, I was hoping they'd do a little bit more, but – that's that's what I'm on the hunt for for Cyber Monday. So it's it's not over yet. We still got one more day to go yet, right? Uh, yeah, yep. for some of them. And I've been resisting the urge because I already have enough. But they've got the Google Home speakers on sale. I think through Monday for twenty nine dollars. And yeah, I've seen those all over the place. Yeah, and that's actually pretty good because uh, I like mine. I've got the Home, but I also have this Mini, um, and they're both nice. They both sound good. Um, and that mini is small enough that uh, it can go lots of places. And at twenty nine dollars, that's not bad. And I see they also have the dots on sale mm-hmm. uh, right. for, I think thirty dollars roughly. Yeah, uh, yeah, somewhere in there. And that's not bad if you have the speakers in the dots themselves. Kind of not that good, but if you have because I got it plugged into my surround sound down here, so that actually sounds pretty good. Uh, they've got those on sale. I've been resisting the urge. It's been really tough. But I have held strong so far. 
they haven't. Probably shouldn't tell us then. Well, probably not. But uh, <laughs> unless somebody, unless some generous uh, uh, patron of the podcast would like to gift me with one, I would certainly thank them. Um, the Xbox has been on sale. Um, and I've been looking at, they've got a, you don't have an Xbox already. No, I don't. I've got the Nvidia shield. I've got the switch. I've got enough consoles. Plus I got my (laughs) computer over here, so I don't really need an Xbox. That's why it's been a little easier for me to resist, but you don't even need a heater in that room from what it sounds like when you're (laughs) all running. Well, this, when I had three computers running down here, three desktop computers, yeah, I didn't need a heater. Now it's a little chilly because these things don't put out that much heat. Thank you, modern technology. Um, so I'm actually going to have to heat this room. Um, but I've been resisting that urge. But they, uh, I think 229 you could get the uh, Minecraft edition plus one free game. Uh, and I'm going, ooh, ooh. But no, I'm just, like I said, I'm trying to be strong. Uh, I haven't caved in, so I hope I you know, stay that way. Because like I said, I've got enough stuff. I got more than enough stuff to amuse me. It's just that, it's that. Hey, it's on sale. I need. The, I should get it while the price is right. But the thing is, I got so much stuff here that I bought that way that I just need to sit down mm-hmm. and enjoy. You know, sometimes it be, almost becomes like a drug. It's like, uh, well, you know, c- kind of like what you were saying, Melissa. That you know, the the, the thrill of the hunt, the, the like scoring. a sporting event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like it is, I say, it's like hunting. It is. So I'm trying to, you know, back off on that a little bit and just, you know, sit down and enjoy the stuff that you have. You don't need all the stuff in the world. It'll still be there. Something better will come along eventually. I felt I felt the pangs. There were a few things that I had tapped the, you know, just for the fun of it. But also, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I want that. Uh, when you tap on the watch this now, you know, it's upcoming. And then I'd, I'd wait for it and wait for it. And then by the time I would get it, I was like, eh. I don't really need it because there's just so many other things that I've, I've been saving up for. And like that iPhone is looming in my future. I'm just kind of waiting for the it's all about timing. Like you were talking about, Lisa, earlier, there's there's just certain priorities. You have to sort of do things in, in an order. Um, we were talking a little bit about about what makes a good marriage. And I'm about to test mine because uh, in a, the, the reason one of the reasons why I got that that iTunes uh, gift card is because I recently crossed over into the two terabyte uh, land of iCloud storage. And then when Apple said that you could now share it with a family, I thought, oh boy, now, you know, my kids, both two, one of my kids and my husband, their, their iPhones keep saying, you know, you're out of iCloud storage, you're out of iCloud storage. And I knew that that was upcoming. So I've been waiting all this time. So I finally decided to do it. I'm, I just last night set up, uh, iCloud family sharing. So I'm experimenting with all of that. And it's like performing digital s- surgery almost because I'm what I'm having to do. It's 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 more complicated than it needs to be, but it kind of needs to be because of the way that we have things set up years and years ago. You know, he had his Apple ID and I have my Apple ID and then we had one that we shared. And then we had the two kids, you know, so that's four of us. And then we added my dad. So that's five. Well, now we're, we're topped out. So what I'm having to do, and this is where it gets painful, is taking my husband's account because he has the least amount between the two of us. And Apple doesn't let you just like, you know, merge two accounts into one. So I'm kind of doing it on my own. I'm consolidating. I'm taking everything that that is on his Apple ID and I'm merging into this shared Apple ID that we've been using all that time and then making him the family organizer, if that makes sense. So it's just been painful because I mean, things like contacts and calendars and reminders, like all that little stuff is fine, 
but there's like, you know, 3,000, which is not a lot because, you know, me, I have like 50,000. But trying to move 3,000 pictures through the cloud, you know, it's like you got to you gotta do this and then you got to do that. And it's all this, well, I, I went and did one thing and then I was like, oh, crap. Now I got to sign back out and sign back in again because I forgot to do this part. And uh, it's just been, my brain is just all, can you smell the smoke from where you are? <laughs> that could be my like turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever done anything painful like that where you've you made a, a choice and then you kind of changed your mind and then ended up being, oh, well, now i got to do it this way? You know, there's it's a few things that I've set up and then realized the errors in my way. And, yeah, you kind of have to, you know, and I have I toyed with setting up a, you know, the family plan on um, Apple because mm-hmm. now we have – uh, my wife and I and my two sons, we all have iPhones. We're all on eight. Oh, so there is four of you then. Yeah. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter's the outlier. She uses uh, Android. We're fine with that. Um, but um, and through Verizon. So, you know, we have a mixed mixed family here. You love her anyway. <laughs> yeah, we do. Um, so, you know, I should maybe for, you know, backup purposes, uh, especially for photos and that kind of stuff, maybe should look into it. And I was going to sign into my iCloud account, but now it wants two-factor authentication, and uh-huh. I'm going to screw with that right now. Because I was going to look up how much is two terabytes of storage through Apple. Okay, so I've been taking notes on this. I can actually tell you. Is that the one that's now, $10? It is uh, $9.99 a month, I want to say. Let yeah, I think it's $10 notes. a month. Yeah, so it's, See, it's too bad you can't do something, and maybe this is well, maybe it's too bad you can't do something where, say, you do the two terabytes a month, it's you have your family, but rather than like merging it so that you're all together, so that Melissa, you could say you're the account holder, mm-hmm. and you're and you're going to give, I don't know, a hundred gigs to your husband and fifty gigs to your father, and the rest is for you. Let's say. And what they have is theirs and what you have is yours and it doesn't merge, but you're kind of authorizing them to use that space. That is kind of how it is set up. I mean, it will intelligently decide how much space you need. So you don't have to like manually allocate anything. But, but, you're not, making, but, but aren't you together though? Like aren't your photos and your husband's together now? I've never nope. done this because my husband has nope. his ID and I have mine. It's It's all still separate. The only thing that we're sharing is... The cloud, so to speak. So okay. his phone will. So that's what has been the problem. And, you know, my son, too, my my 11 year old is starting to accumulate more data and he's starting to do schoolwork and things like that. And we're kind of using iCloud as like a backup to the Dropbox and Google Drive and whatnot. Um, and plus, you know, as a consultant, part of that is, is the issue, too. Like, I don't I think if I were not a consultant, if I if I wasn't a field technician and had to like kind of do this thing for a living, well, I choose to do it. I don't have to do it. I get to do it. I, it's a privilege to me. I, I enjoy it. And that's part of the issue is like, I just enjoy pressing buttons too much. And I end up like pulling these switches. And then that's why I, I joke about, you know, is this going to strain our marriage? And I had this whole conversation with my with my husband last night. I'm like, okay, just, just so you know, like, you know, all your conversations are backed up. Everything's all backed up. Like, and he's great. Like, he he trusts me implicitly when it comes to that stuff. But he does, he laughs because every time I say, can I have your phone? He goes, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, reluctantly hands it over. Like, he knows he's not going to get it back for a while and I'm going to do something to it. So, 
Um, but he's he's been a trooper when it comes to that kind of stuff. But now, just as we were talking, you you heard my I silenced all of my devices except for this brand new shiny iPad that luckily had just come in time because I needed it to set up the family sharing. That's that's the other problem is not everybody is on iOS 11 and not everybody is on OS Sierra. I still got. That's the other thing is like I've got everything all cobbled together. It's like every time Mike talks about his system in his room there and he talks about all these devices, like that's kind of how it is here. We've got just this mod podge of all these different devices running different versions of operating systems. It's all in the app, Apple ecosystem, which is great. We, we're basically like Apple and, and Nintendo. That's pretty much our, our ecosystem here. Um, so that kind of keeps it a little bit less fanatical but it's still nonetheless so yeah i mean the thing that made it difficult was having that that shared apple id that we were using for all those purchases i used that to redeem the itunes gift card so everything had to be like one person but whoever was going to whether it was going to be me or was going to be my husband had to be signed into that apple id because that's where all the purchases have been made i mean there's all these intricacies i keep trying to document it because as I'm doing all this stuff and I'm thinking about, oh, yeah, I, I can picture like three clients where this would be applicable to or this family had this question or I know this family is going to ask me about this. And as I'm doing this stuff, I'm like I'm gathering all the knowledge and all the answers to all these questions. But by the time they ask me, they'll probably change it. So it's just I'm trying to document everything. But the way that it shook out as far as pricing goes was, yeah, it's $9.99 a month for two terabytes, but that's spread over, I mean, we're paying for it, my husband and I, but that's spread over five family members. So that plan will back up all five of our devices. And then there's also computers in there because I use my, at least my, my laptop is, is in all in the iCloud and stuff. Cause I need to eat my own dog food. It tastes pretty yummy. Um, so what I ended up doing was getting a $100 gift card but I only paid $85 for it. And then also, you're like this, Lisa, I used my Discover card. So I got 5% cash back on that. Mm-hmm. because That's how you do it. Yeah. So, I mean, I figured now was the time to get it. And so that's why now I'm flipping all the switches. <laughs> it's like, release the hounds. Because I've been kind of waiting on on when it was you know, the right time to do this. And now's the time to do it. And so now I'm kind of going through all the surgery and trying to move this into the, from, from this, this sand, from this bucket into this bucket and... It's just, yeah, it's it's very interesting. So it ended up working out to, with I don't know what the it, the tax is probably different depending on where you live, but it ends up being, uh, ten eighty five a month. So it's one hundred and thirty. So you figure for two terabytes, to have a, a basically a drive in the sky, it's one hundred and thirty two dollars, one hundred and thirty dollars and twenty cents for the year, and then you know you throw in the gift card, and so you're saving. You're saving money by by doing it with a gift card versus just paying it per month. You know what I mean? It's just a better deal to get the gift card and then have that balance in there because every time every time Apple charges you for iCloud storage, they'll ding your gift card balance before they'll ding your credit card. And right. then, you know, we get for birthdays and holidays now, the family's kinda, you know, on to us now. So they've been giving us iTunes gift cards and so that goes into the whole kitty too. So it just, you know, basically our iCloud is is now it's all paid for, so so that makes me feel good. But you see, I had to redeem it using that one Apple ID. I couldn't reuse it to redeem well, the other one. You can share purchases. You can. I, I noticed it was interesting as I was starting to set it up. I've only got three accounts started in the family plan now. Um, but there was a place where it asked it 
it gave you the opportunity to use a different Apple ID for purchases. But the problem with that is that's great for books and, and movies, rentals and music and apps, but not for iCloud, not for iCloud storage. That's where they get you. That's the gotcha. Well, you can't I, use that account for that. I, I had a couple questions because I haven't really messed with iCloud. Because first of all, everybody gets five gigs free, right? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and um, then didn't uh, don't they have the option where you could buy like a year's worth of storage for a discount, or are they going to make you pay per month? Nope, oh. monthly. It's okay. monthly. Because there's a monthly. few few places that you know it's so much a month or if you want to pay for a year in advance like say it'd be $120 per month or $100 for the year if you you know pay in advance so they don't have that would be nice yeah yeah that would be nice but they don't do that that's why that's why you kind of have to do it you have to go it on your own by cashing in on one of those deals where you get $100 worth of iTunes credit for only $85 or a little bit you know a couple dollars less with if you use Discover Card, paid off right away. Okay. So, so yeah, that's kind of the sort of the same thing, except that you have to be the go-getter. You have to be the one that seeks out that kind of deal. It's not just there by default from Apple. Okay, and then, and so if we wanted to share purchases, um, and like I say, we don't have a lot. It would probably be mostly apps. Uh, but if we wanted to share purchases, uh, if we set up a family plan like that, we would. there would have to be one account for the purchasing that everyone yes, would that's have to share? Yes, that's what's called the organizer. Okay. Yeah, that's what's called the family organizer. So say, for example, if it was you, you would be the family organizer. Now, I put myself on the account as an adult who can authorize purchases. So let's say the kids want to buy an app or a song. Let's, let's use a song, for example. Let's say they want to buy a song, and I go and I look at the song, but it's got a whole bunch of swear words in it. I'm like, no, let's get this version of the song, like, you know, let's get the clean version versus the explicit version. That would just be one little example of why you would want to authorize things for your kids. Now, you have right. adult kids. Right. I have little kids, so there's a difference. So everything right. for your account, you would have just all adult children or, you know, just adults. Just a, it would be, They'd be all be listed as adults, but you can also designate people as, like, secondary authorizers. Okay. But you would be the organizer who it would be you have to pick one credit card. So, for example, you know, we have, I mean, my husband and I each have a Visa. There's different credit card numbers, but it all comes from the same account. So I just picked my Visa because I'm the one who kind of like, even though his name is on the account, he's his, he's the family organizer. I just picked him because he had the lesser of the two iCloud buckets of stuff to move around. Otherwise, I would have made it myself. Um, but I thought it would be a little bit less painful if I just used him as an example. <laughs> so everything is in his name as far as the family organizer goes. And then it will be uh, his. Uh, but I can still put my credit card on there. It doesn't matter. But either way, you have to pick one credit card. But see, again, back to the iTunes gift card credit. That's what you want to do. You want to load up and have. You want to keep. If you're going to be doing things like iCloud storage. So for you, Mike, you probably would benefit by going out and getting that Amazon deal right now or eBay or whatever it is that you want to do. Right. Because right there, that would pay for your yearly costs for whether you did the next. And that's the other thing, too. For family sharing, you have to pick the upper tiers. So you can't just get the 50 gigabyte plan. It has to be either the two terabyte or the one just below that, which I want to say was 200 gigabytes. 
and that's like uh, let's see this one. That's what one. I have. It's two ninety nine a month. Two ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah, you could that's... have that plan or the two terabyte plan. Okay. So I figured because I've already crossed over the two hundred gigabyte plan just for myself alone, I went ahead and got the two terabyte plan because then that should be more than enough to cover the other family members who aren't you know pulling quite as much. Okay. Well then, so, uh, so now, like I say, if we wanted to share apps. There mm-hmm. would they have to have their uh, the app uh, the app app or the app store app would that have to be in would they have to sign under my name then or would they be able to sign into the family plan under their own but we'd still be able to share stuff because what I'm looking you at can here do basic, either that's what makes it complicated you can do yeah. either well see the thing but is, then there's disadvantages and benefits right. to doing each one <laughs> well yeah because the thing is you know. My, you know, I, I love my wife, but she can barely sign into her own account, let alone signing out of one and signing into another. Um, nope, you, you don't have to sign out. Okay. That's the beauty of it now. Okay. So now, because you ha- you guys will be great because you guys have the newest, latest devices. You have yeah. iOS 11, so you guys would be good to go. So now you tell me though, in your history, if you it's you, your wife, and two kids, right? So it's a, a four. Right. Family well, of four, currently, correct? Yeah, currently. It just used to be my wife and I, but yeah, okay. So let's say it's a family of four. Historically, how have you guys purchased apps? Have you each purchased an app or let's say a magazine subscription or music or any of the media, any of the content that's in the app store or the iTunes store? Both of them apply. Right. Have you always just purchased it using your own separate Apple right. IDs? And actually, I don't think okay. my, my wife has purchased a lot. The one that would be nice to share would be we have the Paprika Recipe app. Um, and I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, you should be able to share that among a few devices anyway. I forget yeah. what their limitation is. But, you know, so she doesn't buy very many, but it would just be nice if we do decide to, uh, you know, have some apps, it would be nice to share them so everyone doesn't have to buy their own I think apps. you can. See, we're, we're rolling it a little bit differently because we have always used the same Apple ID. That's what makes ours a little different, a little bit maybe more complicated. Right. Whereas yours would probably be a little more cut and dry because you are taking four separate IDs and picking one of the IDs to be like the family umbrella and then taking the other three and kind of putting them on the same account. And then you should be able to share apps between each other, provided that that they picked their Apple ID. So say, for example, let's say one of your kids has like a really extensive music collection because they've he's just bought, you know, over the last few years has a lot of music and maybe you guys share the same tastes. Then you'll be able to tap into what he's purchased as far as music goes or say one of your kids purchased one of a one of your favorite movies you don't have it but they do and then you guys can share that movie together okay. so it's it's yeah it's, it's just there's so many different ways to do it that's what makes it great and and horrible at the same time there's just so many different ways to do it but i i would i would give it a try i would give yeah. it a try and, and see well, what you think because it's nice to have that one big cloud so to speak that one big umbrella that everybody can get under and share instead of having to to do all these separate ones because what ends up happening is then it's harder to manage so let's say let's say we kept everything separate and i just took gift cards and just you know put them on my kids accounts well you know life gets busy and you forget about things that's just one more thing to have to like keep track of like oh you know 
what do you mean for five weeks it's been telling you you've been out of iCloud storage and then the kid breaks his phone or something? It's like, right. well, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. You know, well, it is a big deal. You know, it's like, I just want to avoid all of that right. crap to begin with. Well, then, and then there's my dad. I mean, he's an aging parent. And, you know, I like the idea that we can, we've already done this with family sharing anyway. I mean, with, um, what do you call it? Find my friends or stalk my friends, as I like to call it. So we can sort of, you know, track where his phone is anyway. But this makes it a little bit easier. So if he does lose it, I wouldn't have to be like, hey, dad, go log into this, go do this, go do that, you know, to get him to find his iPhone. I could just ping it without really having to, to do a whole lot of extra work. Well, then, so it's kind of nice for parents, too. Right. And then, so you can back, and you'll basically, I think for us, it would be, uh, it won't be maybe apps if we actually buy some and want to share them. Um, it would be more photos and probably being able to have your uh, contacts backed up and maybe sync the few select ones that we'd want to sync. But so now your photos now is it a lim is it iPhotos that they will only stay on there for thirty days or something and they'll begin to fall off? But they will stay in iCloud, right? Is that how that works? No. So that what you're talking about is iCloud Photo Library. So okay. you have to have that switched on. So that there's two different things. I think what you're talking about is photo stream. Okay. And that is, I don't think that's beholden to days. That's beholden to a thousand pictures. Sure. Then okay. they start to drop, drop off. off. So that's so you're, you're sort of right. So you have part of the puzzle there. So there is a dropping off phase and it's when it gets to a saturation point of a thousand photos. So if you take, you know, say you have a thousand photos sitting there, they'll be synchronized. But then the moment that you take, you know, you go to a wedding or, or some event and you take another 50 more then the ones that were the earliest will kind of fall off unless you have gone. I know you sort of have like a, a system for, sure. for downloading and backing up your, your photos, but you don't have to think about it if you just use iCloud photo library. You just flick that switch on and everything and you don't have to worry about a thousand the other thing that you're thinking of, the 30 days, that's when you delete a picture. Then each of those deleted pictures has like a 30-day window where, let's say, you deleted a whole bunch. And you're like, oh, crap, I didn't mean to delete those. Well, you have 30 days to go get those pictures okay. back. All right. So once they turn 30 days old, then they die. Then then they okay. get – it's it's like – this is the analogy that I use when I'm trying to explain it to my clients. It's like you go through your house and you have little waste paper baskets, Right. You throw things away in those waste paper baskets. So the trash is still in your house. It's still in your bathroom. It's still in your, you know, uh, kitchen. But until you take it out to the dumpster, and then it's still on your property, right? So you could, if you threw away something, if you threw away a gift, let's say you got a birthday card and it had a gift card in it, and you tossed it in the, the kitchen trash can, it's still in there. You forgot about it. And then someday you think, oh, where I can't find that gift card. Oh, it must have been in, you know, honey, did you throw it away? You can go digging through your trash. You can still get to it. And then even if it got taken out to the dumpster, you could still go dumpster diving in your own dumpster and go get it. But until the trash truck comes and hauls it off, then it's gone for good. Then you're not getting it back because it's gone okay. to, it's gone to the upper level. It's, it's bye-bye. So there's like layers of trashed things and that's kind of how photos work so you can delete a picture it'll stay in the deleted items but once it turns 30 days old then it has then the trash truck has come and hauled it away and you can't get it's in the it's in the landfill you can't get to it anymore okay so but everything still stays separate so you still it's not like so like say i go and you know take pictures of a bunch of stuff like tech and or let's say i'm out you know 
documenting something at a client's house, those aren't going to end up in my husband's photo album. They stay in mine. Like okay. they stay separated. It's just the cloud that you're, that you're backing okay. up. So what you're probably after is two things is you want to be able to share app purchases and iCloud storage. Right. Those would be the two things that would benefit you. You don't maybe care about other people's music or other no. people's movie rentals or anything like that. But those two areas is what you're after. So that's where you would benefit by, by either one of two things, either enrolling in this family plan like I've been talking about or doing like what I have done all these years prior to the family plan was to just have one Apple ID that everybody used just for purchasing stuff. Okay. Well, it's, but the thing that pushed me over the edge is the iCloud storage. That's right. the difference. That's the thing that I cannot do with my home rolled version of things. And what I guess I'm thinking about here is this one place that because uh, my one son, well, he's got computers, but he doesn't have iTunes installed, so he has you know uh, he's relying on cloud backup. And my mm -hmm. other son, the IT uh, guy, uh, you know, I don't know if he's bothered to install iTunes either. Excuse me. So, you know, backing up theirs and mine, I guess, um, I don't know if I, I think I took iTunes off my wife's computer upstairs because she wasn't using it that much. It's just one more thing to annoy her. Uh, but it would be nice if we had some way for these things to back up. So if the phone gets lost or we buy new phones, we just suck the data down and have it there. Because yeah, so how many times, you know, I've seen like my friends, I, I just kind of, I, I hate to say it, but I'll just be honest. I roll my eyes. <laughs> I roll my eyes in your general direction when my friends come on Facebook and they're like, I lost all my contacts. Please private message me your, you know, your email address and your phone number because I lost everything. I'm like, you idiot. <laughs> why didn't you right. why didn't you back it up? Why didn't you synchronize it somewhere so you don't have to go through that every time? Right. I know people who just don't and it could be that they just don't want their stuff in the cloud, but the, I don't think these are those same people. I think these are people that just don't know any better. And I wish I could just take them by the hand and say, here, this is right. what you do. So you don't have to go through that every time you either change carriers, get a new phone, or break your phone right. and have to get a different one. They have to constantly be re-inputting all that. I I don't have time for that. I have hundreds. Now, I'm also a small, small business owner, so there's a difference there. I'm not just a, a private individual with one thing to deal with, but but that's my jam. I mean, I deal with all of that data. I'm constantly storing and synchronizing so much data. I have to have something like that. That would drive me crazy to have to do that every single time. Well, if yeah. you don't so want to use iTunes, you can use iMazing for your backup. Right. Yeah, so that you way you've got something to. physically on your computer because I don't trust one or the other. I have the iTunes backup, the iMazing backup, and the iCloud backup. I'm the exact same way. I do it all. Now, I do it because I just like tinkering with stuff, but I do it I don't know. I don't know if I would do that if I were just like a person who wasn't like a technologist, but I do the same thing. I like I just like having all those different versions of it because I want to see which is the best fit for any one person. Because, I mean, we're we're techies. I mean, we we do that kind of stuff. But like some of my clients are 85, like they're they have no clue what iAmazing is. They don't even know. They don't even know what iTunes is. You know what I mean? It's like and my backups are 18 gigs. Yeah, yeah. Because of all the photos, I have you yes. know fifteen thousand plus photos, and because even though they're smaller on the phone plus. and on the iPad, they still take up space. Because mm -hmm. one day I did my back, I'm like, 
my backups used to be three gigs. Now they're 18. And I called Apple and said, what the heck? And they said, because of my iPhoto live, my photos and library. Live photos, once we had live photos come in into play right. and a lot of people didn't realize that they were live photos. And so those took up probably almost one and a half to twice the, the size of a normal photo. And they just left them all on. And why do all my photos wiggle when I look through them? Oh, yeah, you left them. And even music. Them. When I'm buying music, because I still, you know, I still would rather own it than stream it. Um, sometimes just a four minute song could be six megabytes. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're Especially huge. You, They're huge trials. Or, mm-hmm. well, no, and, just downloading yeah. it from Amazon. Uh huh. Yep. And here's something maybe I should, consi- maybe I should consider getting my son too. Um, this is a, a SanDisk product. Um, you charge your phone, but while you charge your phone, it'll back it up to a, uh, a, uh, SD card that you put in it. So you can put different size SD cards in it. So while it's uh, backing up, it'll uh, while it's charging, it'll be backing up. Maybe that would be, you know, um, and depending upon how big a one you want to get, the 128 gigabyte is uh, $89. It's on sale right now. And the Hey, two- that fits in with our uh, our Play Money goals. Why don't you share? <laughs> Why don't well, we move on to picks? And that would be a good segue to get into our picks. Yeah, is that going to be and- one of your picks? Well, it it uh, it well. I'll maybe this time I'll do two. I've got the one I got on there. But go I, ahead, go for it. it Drop I'll, the link in because it sounds like something else that's very similar to what you're talking about. Yeah, I want to see what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, now where the hell? Because there is a there is an item where I'm. I can't remember now if you if you're charging and there's this like little device in the charger that backs up all your data. Right. This is the this is it. It's a little device, uh, a little pad. You can set it on there. You take an, a lightning cable, and plug it in. One end goes into this device. The other end goes into your iPhone, and then there's a power cable that goes into the Sandisk device. And I think that sounds dreamy. I want to know what it is. Yeah, and so uh, I dropped the, the link in the Skype there. Wrong link. Yeah, that's a wrong link. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> Did you Skype? I can't figure out. Okay. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. Uh, here we go. I'll get the right one. Yeah, oh, that's the Nintendo dock that you have in your pick. Yeah, that's my pick. Uh, it's going to be my other pick. Okay, yeah, here. I'll get the right pick in the uh, right thing. Paste. Damn it. Paste. Okay. Yep. That's there we it. go. I see. I see the wiggles. Yep. There we go. So, um, okay. yeah. So, yeah, like I said, we'll, uh, we'll use this to Ooh. transition into, uh, our picks. And well, yeah, like I said, we'll put this one in here too. This is a bonus pick for this week. Uh, and this is for people who don't want to mess with, uh, I've seen it around before and I have considered it and maybe I should consider it for like, say my one son who, you know, doesn't even have iTunes, but this is the SanDisk. Uh, this is the 128 I expand base for iPhone charging and backup. So uh, basically it's temporarily out of stock. It, yeah. It, yeah, well, let's see. What about okay. the, the 256 That's $134. That one they have in stock. That one's in stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, you um, it's got an uh, SSD in there. Um, and you plug your phone in and it uh, automatically backs up. Uh, fast charging with 15 watts of power. Um, easily restore your backed up photos, videos, and contacts to your iPhone. Um Works with iPhone. Now this is not a Qi charger. It kind of looks nope. like it could be because it, it it's does. just a base. Yeah. It would be sweet oh, if it ooh, was. That would be really. I know. Sweet. I don't Wouldn't know. That be? You'd have to be hey, a combination of SanDisk. 
Yeah. If you're listening, make a make a chi charger version of this. Yeah. <laughs> we'll sell it for you. And uh, incorporate Bluetooth. I wonder how faster you could yeah. back stuff up with Bluetooth, or even a little Wi-Fi thing. Well, there's an idea. Well, there's an idea for somebody. A uh, Wi-Fi access point that you could set your phone on um, and have it back up automatically, or something like that. Um, it's just like a little hockey puck that yeah. you but but you plug a cable into it, and then you put a a a SD card into it and it can take 128 gigabytes or 256 gigabytes. Now what's to, so what are you paying for? Like say if you buy the 256, are you paying for the, the hockey puck itself and the SD card that it comes with? Cause couldn't you just get a better deal? It'd be nice if it was blank and you could just buy your own. Cause that's the right. thing. I mean, that's where you end up saving money is by trolling for your own sales on the actual media that you put in these things. But it looks like it comes with it, I guess. I'm guessing. I'm trying to look What's at the... What's for then? Um, I'm, I'm guessing here that it comes with an included um, SD card. I'm trying to look at the uh, product information here, and I'm not... I know. I don't see why it either. Would, why would they sell it as two denominations? Right. When, they have to. It has to include yeah, it. Uh, so it includes it, but you could pop it out and put something else in there. But the problem is it's probably rated because I think these, these gizmos are rated. So say, for example, you bought the 256 gigabyte one and then say two years goes by and you realize you need more storage than that. Say you got an even bigger SD card, like say you got, I don't know, the next level up. It may be that it can only push 256 gigabytes worth of data because that's what it's built for. I don't know. Yeah, but why would they? Why wouldn't they just make it like an enclosed hard drive? Why would they make an SD card slot? That's interesting. Um, so it's a charger and a disk drive, so to speak. But it uses sure. a an SD card as opposed to a hard drive. So what's in the base then? Well, uh, that would be the hardware. I think it would be your backup. The hardware for charging it. It's the charger. Charger and your uh, for your disk uh, for your backup storage. I would think that would. Now, the only problem that I have with these things, these types of products, where it's some external third-party device, right? That you plug in your precious iPhone or iPad to. You somehow connect it. The problem with these is, and this is where I would evaluate this strongly, uh, it, it shows you a one, two, three, four step plan where you you plug in, you plug it into the power in the wall, then you plug in your lightning cable to the device, then you plug in your phone. The fourth step is get the iExpand base app, and that's where I go wah, 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 because it's those damn apps that you're beholden to. You are at the mercy of those app developers and their interface design. And that will make or break this product. It could be seller hardware, and it could be really fast. But unless that app is really super awesome, that's why I usually end up poo-pooing these things and just going back to doing things with Apple because I hate fighting with apps like that. Well, like I bought something similar to this. It didn't charge my device, but it was a wireless thing where I thought this would be great for road trips. And oh my god, the, the app. The developers like, you know, abandoned it. It was like abandonware. They didn't update it for years, and it was clunky, and it didn't work, and it, it, it was a horrible interface. So I'm I, I'm sorry I'm poo-pooing it right out of the gate. It, may, it might be fantastic, but that's but, what – before I would even buy something like this, I would go to the app store, and I would download that app, 
and I would look at it and evaluate the interface first. And it's only for photos, videos, and contacts. Uh-huh. No music. So, no so, apps, nothing right. else. Right, so all the extra stuff. So your individual apps. So let's say, for example, you had a recipe app or like, let's say, for example, I have a, a, an app that I use to track things to do with my car, you know, mileage, stuff like that. That data needs to get backed up. So if your phone takes a swim in the river or gets stolen or lost or whatever, and you replace it and you restore it, Unless you're using the iCloud backup. I mean, this, this is for people, I imagine, who are like major tinfoil hat wearers. And they're like, nope, 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 not doing iCloud. Don't believe in it. And that's fine. And that's, I'm not dismissing those people. There are people who work for the government and CIA or whatever. You know, there's, there's people who have legitimate reasons for not using cloud backup. And that's fine. But the problem is, is what are the consequences of yeah. only using a device like this, what are you sacrificing? But would you, um, okay, so it wouldn't back up. I, I think what they're looking at here is if you take a lot of pictures, um, you'd be able to save them because those you can't duplicate. Apps you can re-download. Um, but not necessarily the data that the apps have been is, storing unless you've been backing is, is it. Is, does iCloud back up the data of the apps, though? Yes, Yes, it does. Unless you specifically and explicitly tell it not to, which you can do. Okay. Uh, but, you know, I think uh, this is more for the people that, you know, they don't want to have to horse around with the, you know, setting up the iCloud. They don't want to have to go back there and retrieve their stuff from um, the the cloud if something goes wrong. They just want to be able to plug it in, have their stuff there. This is the easy, no must, no you know solution for these people. And I would say for most of them, photos is going to be the stuff that's going to be hard to retrieve. Mm-hmm. A lot of your right. apps have probably you know so uh, it depends upon the app, of course, and what you are willing to pay for. Some of them will have uh, their own uh, backup of data uh, potentially. Um, you know, it depends, again, on the app. But. Yeah, I think you're going to, you'd really have to evaluate your sure. needs when uh, you go to, with a device like this. This is not a be-all, end-all solution. It's it's a different solution, and it's an attractive solution, but it's omitting well, some things that I wouldn't be able to live without. It's another backup option, though, because especially... Mm-hmm. It's definitely your, an option. For your photos, I wouldn't trust, I mean, that's why I keep, physical copies on my server here besides mm-hmm. backing up to Amazon and to Google and whatever iCloud takes. Uh, I have multiple backups because I don't entirely trust everything being uploaded. Uh, I think all three of us probably. are like that where right. we all have you know local backups and oh, yeah. then several versions of cloud backups because you know that's the ideal backup strategy. It's not really truly a backup unless you've got it in well, several different yeah. places, and at least one of those places is off-site. And for the people who don't have a computer, you who aren't nerds like us, who don't have computers, don't have a NAS or anything set up, I think this is just the thing so that they're not mm-hmm. strictly re- re- uh, relying on the cloud because, you know, the cloud may go crazy someday and this you would might be lose some stuff. Great. In addition, this would be like yeah. like you just said. That's perfect for people who don't have a computer. Because let's face it, I mean we're post PC era here, and I am working with more and more clients who don't want a computer anymore. It's too much overhead for them, and they only want to have an iPhone or they only want to have an iPhone and a tablet. This would be a great solution for people like that who I would still strongly recommend iCloud, but this would be that secondary backup for. 
because well. mistakes can happen. I mean, the, the cloud is not perfect because you could delete things and, you know, didn't realize what it was that you were deleting. And it's gone from the cloud because you, you chose to delete it, whether you knew you were doing it or not. This would be another great local, you know, locally accessible mm. backup. Because what if you don't have really great Internet? You know, right. what, if, well, what if you don't have uh, fast internet speeds or, you know, like you were talking about, what if you go traveling and you're out in the wilderness and you don't have an internet connection to upload that data? This would be, this would fill the spot for that, for that, that well, time period where you can risk losing other things, but still have your pictures and the most precious things to you. And, and the other thing is, too, when you get a new phone, if everything's in the cloud, it takes forever sometimes to download, especially if you have a lot of, especially photos. Uh, oh, yeah. And video. Yeah, video. That, uh, those, uh, so this would be uh, a good way so you don't have to pull everything back down from the cloud. And I would have to see how this app works. But hopefully you get a new phone, you plug it in, you tell the app, new phone, put all of my photos back on there. That would certainly be quicker than waiting for everything to download because that yeah. takes forever, especially if you are somebody that has a limited plan. You're like, you know, we've got the unlimited, so we've been data pigs, but people have limited plans. They can't always and may not always, they may not have Wi-Fi you know, a uh, system at home yeah. either that they could download this stuff. So I think for those kind of people, there are certain use cases. And, yeah, I don't think I would solely trust this alone. But certainly as part of a backup plan, I think this would be a good thing to have. And if you have that relative that, you know, just can't be bothered with some of this stuff, at least, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a, uh, it's a backup plan. It's a, one of... You know, and then you serendipitously take their phone, set up iCloud so that you know things are backed right. up. Don't bother with pretty yeah. little heads with it, but you know. So, uh, right. okay, and then so this is our our, our bonus pick, and so you know the, all the stuff we've been talking about should lead into Melissa's uh, pick of the week. I think I've got that right. Which is my what I've been talking about the iTunes gift card. So right now, if you act now, <laughs> it's limited quantities. Operators and, are waiting. I say operators exactly. are standing by. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, if you go on Amazon and I put a link there um, because it's a very specific one. You have to look for the deal because there's other deals too. I'm trying to get back to my link here so I can intelligently talk about it. Um, you have to make sure that you go to this particular link or at least look up, you know, do a search for iTunes gift cards. But look for the one that says it says in the small print, it says that there's a deal. So when you do this and again, this is not a physical gift card. This is an emailed gift card. So like I said, this may may or may not be a good gift for someone, but it might be a good gift or a great gift for yourself, especially if you're like we were just talking about like iCloud storage space or, you know, iTunes songs, movies, that sort of thing. But you have to get the $100 or I think it's the $100 or more, but it specifically says that you, you save $15, but you have to put the code iTunes 15 in when you go to the checkout. And then okay. it'll email it to you. And I, I did all this, so I, I verified that this does work. It's not a scam or anything. It does work. I've already redeemed it. I've already got you know, my two terabyte plan purchased and everything. So it has worked out really well for me. And as a little added bonus, if you are a Discover card holder um, and you go and you have to previously register for it, it's not just going to give it to you automatically. If you go log into your Discover card and you you enroll in the special promotion that they have for this, this month, the next, I guess it is, it's purchases off of Amazon specifically, you get a 5% cash back bonus. So 
then it's even a little bit less than $85. Or so if, it's a pretty good deal. It's $100 worth of credit for less than $85. Or if you're somebody like me that has an Amazon credit card, uh, I mm-hmm. will also get that. Oh, and you I get think, 3% back. Uh, nice. I think, it's, I think it's 5%. If you buy stuff on Amazon, it's more... Uh, you get a higher percentage back. I forget what it is. So I, I have points sitting there waiting for me from time to time. And for the people, I think who, it's calling your name, Mike. Uh, no, I don't buy that much. I, on I spent the, mine as we talked about earlier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't buy that much on uh, iTunes, so I don't know. My son does. Now he might be interested. He buys. Some well, like music you said, there might be stuff. iCloud though. Right. Well, there's that too. And for anybody that goes to the page, yeah, you have to scroll down, and it's under the special offers and uh, product promotion. It's because when you first uh, click on it, it'll say a hundred dollars. But yeah, like I say, it's down there. You have to scroll down just a little bit to see it and find it. And uh, what you have to do one, yeah, limit one per customer, and you enter the special iTunes code. Okay, so now yep. let's say everyone has gone out and buy their bought their iTunes card and they bought a bunch of music. They're going to need some way to listen to it. And I think, uh, uh, I know I'm the king of the segue here. Uh, I think uh, (laughs) Elisa's got a solution for that one. Okay, so what I currently use when I go to the gym are these little earbuds that are the same kind of idea as the AirPods, where they're not hooked together at all. You put one in one ear, one in the other. And I liked them at first, but they're at the point now, I've been using them over a year, where they're starting to fall out. And it's really annoying when you have to like put your weights that down to you know nuts. push it back into my ear. And my ear canals are different on both sides. They're angled differently, so they don't fit the same. So when we did uh, our episode last week on Three Geeky Ladies on our holiday gift guide, Vicky was mentioning the Beats X wireless ear, uh, headphones. And she said, I don't think she actually owns a pair, but she had listened to a pair and said they were fantastic. And currently, they are on sale for $99 pretty much everywhere. Regular price is $149. How long this is going to last, I don't know. I don't know if this is a price drop or if it's just a temporary thing and it's going to go back up. So that's what I'm looking at. And with the Beats, they have um, a wire keeping them together that goes around your neck. So this way, there's you know they're they're still wireless. They're still Bluetooth. But they're not gonna, and they're, they've, got, they've got the kind of ear tip that stay good in my ear. They they work well with my ears. In fact, I think my son, I told my son, you know, the the cooking son. I said, I know what you can get me for Hanukkah this year, <laughs> and he he texted me earlier today, and I I think he already bought them. <laughs> so that way you can listen good to boy. cooking instructions on with yeah, your headphones. Yeah, while I'm pumping while I'm pumping iron at the yeah. gym. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, the, your uh, cooking training. Uh, yeah, those are good because they have. It looks like the soft rubber tip that you push in there, and like I say, it should expand to fit whatever you know size ear hole you have there. So uh, it looks. And like I say, I I like the wireless stuff because given my job, um, wireless is good. You don't have stuff hanging down, getting caught, and everything. And um, you know that looks like. Uh, uh, something that's nice. That I, I I love my because given my job, I love my bone conducting ones. But uh, yeah, if I didn't uh, have to listen or want to block out other people, I would certainly uh, uh, get something like that because I do like the the Bluetooth stuff. Uh, and there's definitely lesser expensive ones, you know, in the mm-hmm. twenty and thirty dollar sure. price range that also have really good reviews. But the one thing I, that a lot of them have that I do not like is that little I don't even know what you call it, but like that little hook. That goes inside of your ear, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. have the you have that piece that goes into your ear canal, that and then it has like a, a little her, little hook. Yeah, those annoy me. 
I, I don't want that. I just want the little piece that goes into the ear canal. That's that. And this that. has different colors, too. And there's a matte gold that almost looks like it's kind of like flesh color. So you could be kind of stealthy with it. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I asked for the black. It looks like a good pick. Basic black. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. And from what I've read, they also fold down well, so you can put them in a pouch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the other so, thing. If you can carry them around, yeah, especially for me. Which like, is what I do. I mm-hmm. carry them in my pocketbook. So yep. when I go to the gym, I've got my pocketbook with me. I just pull them out, throw a pocketbook in the locker, and I'm ready to go. Okay. I wish they would have had something like this back when my kids were babies because they were constantly pulling my earbuds out of my ears. I would have been able to tuck this behind my neck and hide them. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay. So let's say you've gone to the gym, you listen to your music, you bought your iTunes gift card. Now you just want to come home. You want to blow off a little uh, steam and you want to play your uh, Nintendo Switch, but you got it downstairs on the TV, but you want to go upstairs. So I've got the thing for you. This is a portable dock for the Nintendo Switch because it comes with one that you can put in there and you can dock it. But if you have like two TVs you want to play upstairs or downstairs, or if you want to take this with you and play, um, so this is a dock. You just put your uh, your switch in there. It's got all the ports, so you hook it up to your TV, or you can use it to power it and hold it uh, if you're just using the switch itself and not having it uh, go through the TV. And it's got uh, it's got an HDMI uh, port out to go to the TV. It's got USB ports, so if you want to attach a wired joystick or I don't know what they intend to do with all the USB ports, uh, possibly plugging in different dongles, maybe um, USB dongles, I think. So if you want it wired rather than a wireless connection um, or a, a, a network dongle, something like that. So, But they've got uh, all this on here. And uh, it looks just nice. So if you want, because to buy the Nintendo dock is like $90. Um, mm. And it's a fair amount of change. And there's some concern about taking it in and out that maybe your screen will eventually get scratched a little bit. This is just a dock that holds it tilted back. Uh, so, if, like say, if you just want to use it to play it with, uh, the screen is accessible because when you slide it in the Nintendo dock, it's blocked out because you're hooking it to the TV. Um, so it, it offers you some different options for your, your Switch. And if you want, like say, to be able to take it upstairs and play, maybe, or you got it, you know, it, like I have it in my room. Let's say I want to take it upstairs in the family's home. We play some family games. I don't have to unhook this dock and drag it up there and plug it into the TV. I can just have this one sitting up there, and I can just grab the Switch, plug it in there, and we can uh, uh, play our games and have fun. And it's only $35, which isn't bad compared to the uh, Nintendo uh, authorized dock it's you know certainly cheaper um and it'll charge your device it'll you know uh send it to the tv and um but i just saw that because i thought well you know the family comes home i've seen a few games on there that might be fun i think i've seen um it was a monopoly they've got oh they um uno They've got the Uno card game on Ooh, there. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that could be interesting because we always like playing the Uno card game, but you have to shuffle the stupid cards and everything else. So if it was on the <laughs> computer, um, you know, yeah, I know, I first world problems. problems. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it might be fun, and there's other games. Uh, my son certainly likes playing um, Mario Kart, and now that I have a second controller, we could sit there and maybe race each other. So there's some possibilities there. But, you know, I, I saw that, and I thought, well, that's not bad, and... Um, you know, certainly with because our price range this week, I guess I didn't bother to mention that. So it's twenty five to one hundred and fifty dollars. So it certainly fits in the uh, price range there. Um, but I just thought that was you know kind of neat. So, 
But you know, I guess we reached that point of the show here where we're going to start wrapping up. So we'll we'll introduce ourselves. Uh, and I don't know, Kevin always goes the other way around backwards and whatever, and I might just, whatever name <laughs> pops into my head first. So, Elisa, yes. why don't you introduce yourself and tell people where they can find you and all your other stuff that you do. Okay. On Twitter, you can find me at, at @senseidai, and you can also find me on Three Geeky Ladies podcast that I do with Vicki Stokes and Suze Gilbert, and you can find the information about that at three at ladies.com with the number three spelled out. Okay, and, and Melissa, where can people uh, listen to uh, – because I, I think uh, – I've heard that you do another podcast, so uh, why don't you tell people where you uh, they can find that and all the other stuff you do? I do. I do another podcast called In Touch with iOS, and I do that with David Ginsburg. And we have a website, intouchwithios.com, and check us out in iTunes and Stitcher and all over the place. And if you just want to hang out with me online, you can find more about me at the Mac Mommy. And, um, you know, strangely enough, I do a second podcast also. That is uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk. And if you want to find out about that, you can go over to SciFiTechTalk.com. Otherwise, if you just want to hear what I may be commenting on, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman or I have an about.me page with all the other stuff I do over at about.me.com slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. If you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekiestshowever.com. And reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome. And uh, we thank everyone who does that. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have had sitting here, you know, talking about things and rambling on. Uh, and don't forget, between now and next week, to hug a geek. Hey Siri, could you read the Three Geeky Ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Susay and Vicky. Susay says, Hello everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Susay, what about the iOS camera? Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Susay, and Vicky in unison. Then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast, Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network.